0: A spirit filled community coming together to learn how to live life in the kingdom of God. And we do that by studying the scriptural teachings of Jesus, engaging in discipleship, forming Christ centered relationships, and spreading God's love to our world. So I'm Matthew Yates, and I'm here with the lead pastor, Nathan Perry. Hello, Nathan. Hey. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Fantastic. I wanted to uh, let the people know that we are a new church plant here in Lexington, Kentucky, forming right now in the 40509 zip code. And you wanna tell us a little bit about that? Set everything up?
1: Yeah, so uh, Borderlands is a church plant currently meeting as a small group uh, weekly at the East Side Library in Lexington, Kentucky. And that library is actually located at 3000 Blake James Drive here in Lexington, Kentucky.
0: So that's located on the corner of Manowar and Palumbo for those out there that are familiar with Lexington. So let's talk a little bit, Pastor Nathan, about the name Borderlands. I mean, we just heard the song for the intro, Living in the Borderland. Uh, kind of tell everybody what the name means and how you came up with that.
1: Yeah, so uh, the name actually comes from uh, Luke seventeen twenty through 21, and it says, Being asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them, The kingdom of God is not coming in ways that can be observed, nor will they say, Look, here it is, or there. For behold, the kingdom of God is in the midst of you. So we live in this already but not yet kingdom of God. Um, Just as Luke 17 stated, you know, we are living in the kingdom right now because of Jesus' death and resurrection. You know, we have power to overcome uh, some curses of the old age. But due to the fullness of the kingdom not yet here, we still have to overcome sin, resist the devil, pray for the sick, and endure death. So we live in this borderland of the already but not yet kingdom of God. So it's what we do in this borderland— um,
0: that is the kingdom of God. Interesting. That makes sense. I mean, Jesus unleashed the kingdom of God and said it is here among us. Of course, his resurrection was God's justification of all of that and bringing forth the kingdom of God. And so now we as a church, as Borderlands Church, we're learning how to live life in the kingdom of God.
1: That's right. So there are, there are definite uh, blessings of living in the kingdom but there are also challenges still yet to be faced and overcome because of the
0: fullness of the kingdom not yet here. Right, so the now and the not yet. I guess that's the struggle, right, that we have every day. We're 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 not yet fully glorified like Jesus is, but we have possessed eternal life through him, and we're waiting on his return, which could be at any moment. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, let's talk about... One of our core values, we have about a dozen core values, and the very first one of them uh, about learning how to live life in the kingdom of God has to do with loving God. Uh, I thought we had some discussion on this the other day in our small group Bible study at the library, and uh, some interesting things to discuss. Yeah, so yeah, our first core value is loving God,
1: and uh, this is out of Matthew uh, 22, 36 through 40, and it says, Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and foremost commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments
0: depend the whole law and the prophets. So, living in the borderlands, living in the kingdom of God, is learning how to love God relationally.
1: Yeah, uh, it definitely is. You know, uh, God is definitely a relational being, and He wants to, you know being these intimate close relationships with them and you know it's only through knowing God correctly that we can actually love others correctly and love ourselves correctly there's this really good quote by Augustine that I that I love and it says may we know thee may we know ourselves so we can't actually truly know who we are and our identity unless we know who we are in God first and how much he loves us and you know, we all know these churchy answers about, about God, like He loves us, and He cares for us, and you know, He died for us. But if we're really being honest, we don't always believe what we say. We just kind of go off a script that we've been given. And it's because we have these narratives that have been created that affect how we know God and how we relate to God. So, you know, if you had really good parents growing up, or if you had, um, you know, really good figures in your life who were great examples— um, there will be, you know, your your narrative about God may be really good. But if you had abusive parents or if you had people in your life that you were supposed to trust and they betrayed you, your narrative about God can be shaped by that. And you might view God as, uh, you know, someone who you can't trust. So there's actually this quote in Fight Club, which I'm not endorsing the movie, and it says, and this is, this is one of the characters speaking to another character. He says, Our fathers were our models for God. If our fathers belled, what does that tell you about God? And he goes on. Listen to me. You have to consider the possibility that God does not like you. He never wanted you. In all probability, he hates you. This is not the worst thing that can happen. So that's just a prime example of how some people actually got their narrative about God. That he hates you, that he doesn't like you. And as you can see... This character is pulling this narrative from from his father. His father in his mind was supposed to be an example of how God is supposed to be. So if his father if his earthly father failed him, well, what does that tell you about the heavenly father? What he's just gonna do the same. So that's how some people get their narratives about
0: God. Yeah, so some people compare what they see here on earth with how God actually is. And if that if they get that wrong, if we get that wrong then we're not able to clearly live a Christ-centered life in the kingdom of God. Because God is love, number one. Not, he doesn't just have love. He is love, right? And love, that's the law of the kingdom. That's what rules everything, love. So that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about loving God as a part of living life in the kingdom of God.
1: Exactly. Just like Romans 5 says, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into the grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. Who has
0: been given to us. And so that's where we get tripped up, right? That's where uh, people look at that scripture and think, wow, this is too good to be true. You know, how could God love me that much in the middle of all my mess, in the middle of all I'm going through, in the middle of all my hurt, in the middle of all my abuse and everything that I've had to see and say and hear and do? How could God love me that much? I mean, Tell us. what Break that down for us, Nathan.
1: Yeah, so actually, it reminds me of a quote by uh, Kenneth Boa. He's an expert in, on spiritual uh, formation. He says, For people who have experienced pain and rejection caused by performance-based acceptance and conditional love, this description seems too good to be true. Isn't there something we must do to merit God's favor or earn His acceptance? And, you know, the, the clear and obvious answer is no. We do not need to do anything to earn His acceptance. Um you know, he invites us to, to the table. He invites us um, to sit with him at his table and to experience his love. And, you know, for different people, that's going to happen at different times and in different ways. Uh, for instance, kind of, uh, you know, a short story about myself. Uh, I never really knew my father growing up. He, uh, you know, he struggled with drugs and alcohol his entire life. And one day he was decided that he was going to walk and see me. And he was actually walking on the side of the highway and he was hit by a car. And he uh, lived the rest of his life in a, uh, in a basically vegetated state, very little brain activity. So kind of in my mind, I'd formed this, this view of God that I needed to somehow earn his acceptance and earn his love. So I was in the exact same boat of those people who are struggling with, you know, do I got to earn God's acceptance or, you know, God's not really there for me. But it was through being invited as actually through my sister being invited to church that got my family going to church, that I went to a children's church, and I gave my heart to God, and I experienced how much God really loves me in that moment. So how is it going to happen for one person? I don't know. But, you know, we as Christians and we as believers and, you know, those who follow Christ, we need to be open to showing people God's love— our actions and and mm, and yeah. through what we do so you know for some people it may be as simple as inviting you know that one friend to church and you never know who it's going to impact you know I may not be I, I maybe wouldn't have been a pastor today if my mm. sister was never invited to church so that one simple action affected you know I'm hopefully you know hopefully I'm going to be able to reach a lot of people in my life so hopefully that one action affects yeah. thousands of people and so that's a great segue into inviting people to Borderlands Church. Definitely so you know to the to the listeners out there if if we said or uh, you know if we said anything that interests you or resonates with you or if you feel like God is calling you to be a part of something new and exciting, if you want to be on the forefront of planting a new church and, you know, reaching new people for Christ, we'd love for you to come out you can check us out on www.borderlands.church for more information about who we are what we believe you know you can keep tuning in to this uh, to this show every week to you know hear about what we're talking about to hear about our core values and what we believe and who we are you can also check us out on social media right. um, we're on Facebook Borderlands Church and we're on Instagram at Borderlands Church we'd love for you to check us out you know you can always uh, send us an email at info at borderlands.church if you have any questions, uh, we're more than happy to talk to you. If you want to give us a call, you know, just send us an email. We'll, we'll we'll get it set up.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And the listeners also have the ability to uh, find the podcast on the WJMM website, and they can download this and listen to it later if they didn't catch it all in the car while they're listening to it live. Yeah. So you can, uh, if
1: you just tuned in and uh, you're not sure where you jumped in on the conversation, you can, you know, you can uh, rewind that and take Play a listen it back.
0: Yeah. Take take it to work and. Listen while
1: you work. Yeah, take right? it to the gym, work out. Well, hope, you know, Hopefully you're not listening to us while you're working out, but if you are,
0: awesome. Yeah, I pump it up. So great things. Great things are happening in Lexington, Kentucky. I think the season is right. Uh, you're here all the way from Oklahoma, right? Yep. Yeah, I moved uh, I moved from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Uh, I felt like
1: God was calling me to be a part of this church plant, and uh, super excited to, to be here.
0: Yeah, so we're super excited that we have folks listening to us today borderlands church you can see us on the website again www.borderlands.church you can check us out on facebook on instagram you can give us a, a uh, an email at info at borderlands.church there's always always uh, some way to reach us right or better yet show up live in person 2 p.m sundays at the lexington east library located where is that again Yeah, so it's located at 3000 Blake
1: James Drive, Lexington, Kentucky, 40509. And we're not always going to be at the library. You know, we're hoping and praying that God is going to open up doors for us to have our own
0: facility someday. Right, exactly. So that we can have children's ministry and youth ministry and our worship team can be in full affair, right? Yeah, you know,
1: if whatever God is calling people of our congregation to do, we want to be able to supply uh, the facilities and the needs that they might have so they can serve God in their capacity.
0: Yeah, so we, we have some worship folks right now on the worship team, but we're looking for people that want to work with children, uh, down the line maybe want to work with youth. I mean, there's always going to be somewhere for somebody to be plugged in, right? In this yeah, new
1: Yeah, and that, that's the great thing about a church plan is, you know, if you want to be a part of something, the door is wide open for you to jump in and just start doing it.
0: Yeah, you don't have to have any big pre-qualifications, right? No. If that was the case, uh, I want to be here. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, borderlands.church, www.borderlands.church. Okay, well, we're out of time for today's broadcast, but we'll be back here again next week, 8.30 a.m., or you can download the podcast on the WJMM website. We want to invite you one last time to Sunday Bible study at the Lexington East Library, 3000 Blake James Drive, Lexington, Kentucky. Check us out. We are Borderlands Church.